Welcome to Living Authentically After 55. I'm Karen Kroll, and I'm your host. I hope you had a great week and you're enjoying the process of making your house a home of contentment and peace. I also hope you're looking forward to all of the company you'll be having in the years to come. If you don't know what I'm referring to because you missed last week's episode, please make sure to go back and listen. In this week's Motivation for Momentum, I want to start looking at the effects of stress and things we can do to reduce it. There's often a misconception that once you're no longer in an employed position, your stress level goes down dramatically. I agree that your employment-induced stress obviously goes away. However, new stressors just appear in its place. Let me give you an example from my own life. I had an extremely stressful job, which was one of the contributors to my declining health. When I couldn't work any longer, I was relieved to be out of that environment, and I looked forward to having a stress-free life. But that wasn't the case. It was just a new set of stressors. The daily growing list of activities that I once took for granted, like opening a tube of toothpaste or a jar of food, were now causing great stress because I couldn't do them anymore. It's really stressful to feel that you can't take care of yourself and trying not to be a burden on other people. It was also stressful to go into social environments because I knew I was going to have to ask someone for help with simple things like moving a stool or opening a door. At quick glance, most people didn't notice any outward signs of my health issues, so people weren't very willing to help, which in turn caused stress. Then there were the things that I loved to do, like dancing, that I couldn't do anymore, and that frustration caused stress. And it wasn't just the physical limitations but also financial stressors. Then there was the whole aspect of being single and feeling that my health issues eliminated my hope to have another loving relationship. So there was another stressor. The stress of my new obstacles just replaced what I was feeling from work. Your stressors will obviously be different from mine, and your reaction to those stressors will vary depending on what else is going on in your life at the time. My solution at the time was to pretty much become a recluse for three years. That, by the way, is not the right solution. You would have thought from all the years I counseled other people in similar situations that I would have reacted differently. But when you're in pain and hit with so many changes at one time, it's easy to lose sight of what you know is best, which is why it's important to practice stress management techniques on a regular basis. It's not the amount or level of stress that you have, but how you deal with it that counts. Maybe you're blessed and feel that you don't have much stress right now. If that's the case, fantastic! You'll still need ways to face stress when it does come into your life. Your goal is to live in peace no matter what storms are going on around you, so you can truly enjoy this season of life. There are a lot of different ways to lower stress, and you'll have to decide what works best for you. Here are a few ideas for this week's action steps. I'd like you to spend some time doing things alone and enjoy being you. I don't care how extroverted you may be. Everyone needs alone time to regroup, re-energize and refocus, and just breathe. You can watch a movie, put on headphones and listen to some great music, or if you play an instrument, just take some time to play for yourself. If you like playing games, See if there's an app you can download so you can play by yourself. You can also go for a walk, sit by a lake and enjoy nature, watch a sunset, or cook something special for yourself. 
Whatever you choose, just make sure that it brings you peace and calm. Here's a word of caution. Make sure the activity actually brings you peace. I'll give you a couple more examples from my own life. This weekend for relaxation, I was playing a game on my iPad. It's actually a kid's game called Panda Pop, and it's a strategy type game. When I first started playing, the lower levels were really fun. However, I noticed that now that I'm up in the upper levels, although I'm having fun, it actually stresses me out to play as I'm trying to overcome all the obstacles. It keeps my mind sharp, so I'm not going to stop playing the game, but I'm definitely not counting that playtime as stress-relieving time anymore. I'll be adding a more relaxing activity to help with my stress reduction. Here's another example. Over the last couple weekends, I took some dance workshops and got certified in five levels. My original desire for getting certified was because I love to dance and I haven't been able to do it so it was to show myself how much progress I've made over the last two years. I had a lot of fun, but the stress and physical requirements of those two weekends put my body into a complete downward spiral, and my pain level went through the roof. Although I'm pleased with my success and I had fun, it didn't relieve any stress and made things worse. My point in telling you all of this is for you to really evaluate whether the activity that you're doing is truly relaxing. Also, too much of a good thing can be stressful. If you're filling your social calendar so full that you feel like you're constantly running around, then you're defeating yourself by adding stress instead of reducing it. If you currently aren't doing anything by yourself for fun, then I want you to research and find something that you'll enjoy that's truly relaxing for you. If you're currently doing some activities that you consider stress-reducing, the next time you do them, Ask yourself during various stages of the activity if you're feeling any stress. If you are, then you need to either add another activity that's truly stress-relieving or completely change the activity that you're doing. Next, make a list of current things going on in your life that cause you stress, even if it's minor stress, and then consider if there are some changes you can make to alleviate or remove that stress. If you're a person who rarely spends time alone, I really want to encourage you to take at least 15 to 30 minutes every day to just be by yourself. Some level of stress is inevitable, but our goal is to live as authentically and peacefully as possible. I'm taking my own advice, and right now I'm sitting listening to the rain and the crickets, and it's very peaceful and very calming. Join me and set aside some time, as we used to say, to chill out. Thanks for listening. Have a great week.